Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I am uh, wearing a Kansas City Chiefs sweatshirt because I'm cold. My son got this for me for Christmas last year, so it doesn't count as the curse, obviously, as they won the Super Bowl. But, um... Uh, reminded me of this. Taylor Swift not going to be at many more Chiefs games as the second leg. I didn't realize there was another leg of the tour. So the tour that made her... A second smooth, long, shiny leg? The tour that made her personally $4.1 billion? That was just the first leg of that tour that altered the nation's economy of the biggest economy on earth. Uh, the second leg of the tour starts soon, and so she'll be on the road. She won't be at all the games, so for better or worse, if you're an NFL fan. Well, that's really going to affect my enjoyment of the NFL. Actually, the fact that my favorite team is all of a sudden terrible affects it a lot more than the presence of various song warblers, or the lack thereof. <laughs> oh, for goodness sakes. So, coming up, a couple of, like, weirdly tangential examples of the woke attitude and how it's starting to affect life in ways that are are going to reach into people's day-to-day. My theory is, and I hope it's not wishful thinking, that this whole bizarro, everybody's a victim or an oppressor, and and it's just black and white, as simple as a coin flip way of looking at the world. And yet people are like angry and willing to commit violence based on that coin flip. It can't be sustained because it's so insane. It doesn't rest on logic. It doesn't rest on truth. And I'm hoping more and more people are becoming aware of it. I think they are. But anyway, more on that to come. I wanted to get to this, the safest and least safe cities in America. Now, Jack is a methodology guy, quite correctly. Ah, right, he says, he says, uh, if it's best cities to live for singles or whatever, it always comes down to most sustainable solar recycling plants. Right. You know, garbage like that. 
And I dug into this. The only part that I find slightly annoying is they have, you know, the obvious sort of safety from crime. And then they have natural disaster risk. All right. As if you don't know. Right. That's what that's what we all worry about in terms of safe neighborhoods when we're talking about a safe neighborhood, the likelihood of an earthquake or a tornado hitting it. That's what we're all talking about. Is that a safe neighborhood? Well, kind of. There was a tornado in 1908. (laughs) And I never would have moved to this barrier island in Florida if I'd known that there was a hurricane risk. Right. Nobody's ever said that. Um, And then they also have financial safety, which um, I mean, what is financial safety? Like, the economy won't collapse? Uh, I, I guess they go into, like, taking out unaffordable second mortgages, or it's so expensive that you have to forego health insurance. Uh, but to me, that's... Uh, no, and, and okay. this is another okay. jackie theme. If you can't afford to live there, don't live there. <laughs> that's the, God, that's the history of every neighborhood. You didn't, you didn't decide not to live in the nice neighborhood. That reminds me of a... Uh, I'll just say a someone who I used to eat with and pay for the meals. I'll just say that. Um, many, many, many years ago. This was many, many, many years ago. Um, but they would say things like, yeah, but I prefer that kind of wine. Yeah, the more expensive one you like better. I get it. <laughs> That's the way it is for everybody. Do you think other people don't drink the more expensive one just because they don't like that one more? No, they because the price. That's what that's that's how you determine it. So it's like that with the neighbors. So other people just didn't want to live in the nice neighborhood. It wasn't the price that kept them out. Or well, does right. everybody make the decision based on price? Of course you do. No, but when it's hot, hot, hot in the summertime, I would prefer a 5,000 square foot 50th story condo overlooking the Golden Gate Bridge, please. But that would be, what do they call it? It's so dumb. That would be financially unsafe. Very odd. Very odd. But when you talk about, is a city safe, you're talking about, can I walk down the street without getting bapped on the head or is somebody going to break into my house? Yeah, exactly. Let me make sure this is still, uh, because it's uh, handily enough, you can rank them on uh, the real sort of safety. Uh, The uh, 10 safest uh, cities in America. Gilbert, Arizona, Warwick, Rhode Island, Nashua, New Hampshire, Glendale, California. That's interesting. Uh, Cape Coral, Florida, Pearl City, Hawaii, Yonkers, New York, Santa Clarita, California, Irvine, California, by cap- per capita in Columbia, Maryland. It's interesting that it's all over the country. It's spread around uh, pretty well. Um, on the other hand, when you get to the least, least safe cities, uh, you will see some commonalities. Uh, Baton, Rouge, uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana appears to be uh, about tied as the least safe with San Bernardino, California, Man, Washington, D.C. Yes, uh, Louisiana regularly has uh, high numbers or low rankings, depending on how you look at it, that category. just I mean, it's been that way for many, many years. Surprised they've never got a handle on that. Yeah, many generations, high crime, terrible education scores, terrible health, high obesity. But crawdads. Uh, Yep, that's a good point. And jazz. Uh, so where were we? Ah, so you got uh, Baton Rouge, which is uh, French for red stick, don't you know? Thank, thank you. San Bernardino. You're very welcome. Uh, Washington D.C., Detroit, St. Louis, Chattanooga, Philly, 
Oakland, Nolans, I feel like Cleveland. I could I think I feel like I could have named about <clears throat> ten of those off the top of my head. Yeah, yeah. Those are your least safe uh, cities. Oakland, New Orleans, yes. Detroit. I would have said all of those. Yeah, yeah. Washington, St. Louis, yeah, Philadelphia. Louis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oakland. Did you say Oakland? Doesn't matter. Uh, traffic fatalities per capita. I thought was interesting. Um, number one is Oxnard, California. Oxnard, which is Spanish for red stick. I believe it's uh, Spanish for uh, ox testicle. <laughs> That was childish and idiotic, but I enjoyed it. Uh, Henderson, Nevada. That's right outside Vegas, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. Right outside, but yes, near Vegas. Yeah, okay. Uh, Glendale, California. Then Pearl City, Hawaii, which was one of the safest cities in terms of crime. It's because everybody's driving so damn fast, nobody can commit any crimes against people or something. They're smashing into each other. And, uh, oh, I'm sorry, this is the fewest. I'm an idiot. I'm so sorry. I apologize deeply and humbly. This is the fewest crashes. Oxnard, Henderson, Glendale, Pearl City, Santa Clarita. The most, Albuquerque, New Mexico. It's probably because all the people who are trying to reenact Breaking Bad. Fort Lauderdale, tourists and 80-year-olds. Let's just be honest. Let's be honest. Drunk tourists and 80-year-olds. Red Stick. Knoxville and Memphis, both in Tennessee. Don't know why. Interestingly, Washington, D.C. has the most law enforcement employees per capita and also about the most crime. Wow, that's something. Even with extra cops, you got all the crime. So what would it be if you had the regular number police force well they need more people evidently uh chicago new york st louis jersey city new jersey they all have lots and lots of law enforcement employees now they're not necessarily all cops they might just be fat padded uh you know uh, departments that have too many people but uh, is oxnard actually a town named after the testicles of an ox i doubt it is nard an actual term for testicle, or is that just like one you invented or someone? Oh, I didn't invent it. I don't get credit for that. Uh, I don't know if I've ever heard anybody say nard other than you. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Right in the I, nards. Was... I think that, that that's, that's a Joe Getty. I mean, I'd never... I don't. Again, so I appreciate I it. it but... I, I can't take full credit for that. But if it is, it's just that might be the worst named city in America then. What are we going to call this place? I don't know. I'm looking around. I see testicles on my ox. How about that? I mean, you yeah. know, you're on the top of a <laughs> hill and you see it. I got a plain view. Let's call it plain view. Hillside, you know, mountain view, whatever. But I'm I'm staring at the, this big, giant, swinging testicle on this ox. Right. Go with that? <laughs> it's kind of sticking in my head. I don't know. It's, I just can't get the picture out of my head. Yeah, I've thought about that for a long time. I grew up in Chicagoland where uh, you have never-ending a swath of suburbs called Fairview, Plainview, Pleasantview, River Forest, Forest River, River Creek, Creek Forest, Forest (laughs) View, Plain Creek. It's just on and on and on. And it's like, what is the matter with you people? View, view, river pond. Right. <laughs> Come on. You can't do better than that. I actually grew up in a town called Clarendon Hills. 
So it was a wonderful place to grow up, and I have many fond memories of it. But there was like a hill. Maybe two. <laughs> it was one of the least hilly places I've ever been. But for some reason, some old dude decided, you know, I'm going to name it after an old town in England and those two hills. One's over there, one's over there. We're going to call it Clarendon Hills. You would have preferred Donkey Nut? <laughs> or Mediocre View or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, where were we? Ah, yes. Dangerous towns and safe towns. That's enough of that. If you want to be safe... If you want to be safe from natural disasters, head to Dover, Delaware. They almost never have any, according to this. No earthquake, nor tornado, nor hurricane. Okay. That is correct. Dover, Delaware. If you live your life in fear of, you know, God's wrath. There you go. Fair advice. Good advice. Uh, probably ought to hear from the FBI director if you haven't heard this on uh, where we are in terms of a threat level. He's saying he's talking historic, you know, like near all-time highs, that sort of stuff. If you see something, say something. Unless the something you see is a a BIPOC person, then you'll be called a Karen. (laughs) So don't say anything. That's a good point. (laughs) Um, We have much on the way. Stay here. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I will say uh, that this is a threat that is uh, reaching in some ways sort of historic levels, um, in part because, uh, as you know all too well, the Jewish community uh, is targeted by terrorists really across the spectrum. Homegrown violent extremists, foreign terrorist organizations, both Sunni and Shia, domestic violent extremists, uh, and in fact, our statistics would indicate that for a group that represents only about 2.4% of the American public, they account for something like 60% of all religious-based hate crimes. That's really quite amazing. So on that topic, I just came across this on Twitter. Harvard students protesting against Israel surround a Jewish student and stop him from being able to leave, and I'm watching the video and it's just horrifying. This is Harvard. Harvard students. And they've got uh, Palestinian flags, and this Jewish kid is just walking down the path there, you know, in the grounds of Harvard, and they just start shoving him with the flags and, like, get him in the middle of a circle and just keep shoving him around. How scared would you be? 
This is a major turning point yeah, it in really this country. Is. It really is. And Jonah Goldberg retweeted that. I'm, I've watched the video, and he said, how many times has Harvard talked about safe spaces and environments and all this different sort of stuff and people that aren't allowed to come speak because they're conservatives and that makes people feel unsafe and you're actually physically attacking a guy in front of one of your buildings in harvard and that's not like a alert alert four-star alarm problem for you so we got this text what what order should i do this in I'll do it in this order. So I was listening to uh, Dan Senor. I don't know if you know who he is. He's a podcaster, author. He was an advisor in the Bush administration. Um, thinker, talker, man of the right. Um, and he uh, he had a definition for anti-Semitism that was being thrown around in social media over the last couple of days. I guess this has been around forever. If, if you treat Israel differently than you would treat any other country for a specific thing, or judge them by different standards. Judge is them the by one different standards. I, I heard it, yeah. That's anti-Semitism. And I don't know if I agree with that or not, because I feel like, well, I don't feel like, I, I know the United States gets treated by different standards than the rest of the world. Just because we're bigger and powerful, we are expected to put up with more or be more careful or something than other countries have to be. And that's not anti-Semitism. So I don't, I don't know. But we got this text. Do you want to comment on that? or? Uh, no, that's fine. Okay. Uh, my whole life, I'm 73 years old, this person said, raised in California. I've never understood why people hate Israel and the Jewish people so much. As people who have studied history the way you both have, can you explain it? As I sit watching the horror, I want to, I want to go there and do something. Um, I've never understood anti-Semitism either. I grew up in the middle of nowhere, uh, Midwest, and there were no Jewish people around. But I just had no opinion. It was just like, in my mind, it was just like, you're a Presbyterian or a Methodist or Jewish or whatever. It's just a just never, it has no meaning for me whatsoever. Now, skin color racism, I at least understand because I think we're built in a certain way. Those people look way different than me. That frightens me. But like from the earliest age, as soon as somebody explained to me, my parents explained to me, well, it's just skin color. It doesn't mean anything. Okay, and that was the end of that for racism for me. <laughs> it's just like, okay, I get it. We have different color skin. Mm-hmm. There's no different than that. And same with religion. But what what drives most people who hate Jewish people? What is what is the number one thing that drives that? Since it it's depends, not skin color, it depends what era you're talking about. Uh, whether you're talking about you know prehistorical. You know, the Middle Ages, the Enlightenment, uh, Europe in the 1930s, whatever, because it changes. But, I mean, there's this this view of uh, the Jew conspiring behind the scenes to control everything. Um, they're a convenient scapegoat. Uh, the Jewish people that the, the culture and the history has been for many, many years, uh, study scholarship and, and industriousness. And often Jewish people have done well. And if you're going to pit the have-nots against the haves, and you're looking for a convenient scapegoat, because virtually every revolutionary or extremist movement needs a scapegoat or a target, an, an other, as they say, the Jews have been uh, handy throughout history. If you want to weigh in on that conversation, our text line is 415-295-KFTC. I'll uh, retweet this, uh, and then we can post it at the website. This video of Harvard students shoving around this little Jewish kid is horrifying. 
Wow, Will we a- see that on the news tonight? I wonder. No, we probably won't. Armstrong and Getty. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Look out. So I went on the McDonald's mobile app today and I saw this. And basically you have to agree to the new terms and conditions to continue using the app, you know. And I started reading. These include a binding arbitration provision and a waiver of your right to a trial in court. Including your right to a jury trial? What? And I can't go to the continue unless I press this, which says, I intend to and understand that I am agreeing to a legally binding contract. So that's uh, a little of the fine print on the McDonald's app. So if you go to McDonald's, I mentioned this the other day, and you go through the drive-thru, the first thing they say to you is, are you using the McDonald's app today? No, I don't even know what you're talking about. Why would, if I was using it, why would I be in the drive-thru? So it's just a way, I guess, to tell you that they have that or something. I don't know. But anyway, Mm -hmm. and I mentioned that I find it annoying, and a bunch of other people texted and said, yes, they find it annoying too. But so that guy looked at the fine print. If you get the app and do the whole agree to the terms thing, there's all kinds of – that doesn't surprise me. I'm sure they get to look at every keystroke on your computer and take all your contact information and everything else like every other app does. Yeah, yeah, I – yeah. I downloaded an app the other day. I think it was to communicate with a doctor or something like that and started digging into the what they do with it and the rest of it. And it's just, it's all awful. I mean, it's probably fairly typical, and I've got a dozen apps that already do that. But uh, now, well, what are you going to do? Just go along to get along. So I don't, I, I don't want to get mired in this, but it had an effect on me emotionally, so I wanted Joe to watch it. Did you watch the video of there in Harvard as the as they surround that Jewish kid and shove him around? Yes, that was like a spider's web worth of resistance away from being a beating, beating the the young man down. It was absolutely teetering on the edge of more physical violence. There, it was physically violent. Hell as yeah. he was, he was uh, you know, knocked back and forth and not permitted to leave this circle of screaming lunatic advocates on Harvard's campus all sporting their black and white kafia thingy showing how they're down with the Palestinians and against the oppressor Jew and you said you think this is a turning point what do you mean by that well I think all of it's a turning point the insanity on the college campus is specifically related to the horrific terrorist uh, slaughter of Jews 
um, it has opened the eyes of a lot of people on the center left and even the left left to how insane their bedfellows are. The, the woke crowd, the intersectional crowd, they thought they were harmless and quirky, but they were reliable, uh, you know, allies. And so people overlooked their excesses. Right. You're right. I just thought it's they exactly thought they were right. silly. That's exactly right. They thought it was just silly, harmless, and quirky, but at least they're on our side. Well, and so many people on the left, so many specifically white people on the left, although I really don't want to make this about skin color because I think that's repugnant. Um, but so many white people on the left got this social cachet for, um, for, for complying. They, they got the pat on the back and the hug, and you're one of the good people. You're an anti-racist, et cetera. They, and they had the white guilt, and so they felt like a good, you know, enlightened, suburban, college-educated soccer mom. So they went along with this stuff. Um, so y- you have that, and then people have their blindness. Uh, the scales have fallen from their eyes, to paraphrase the good book. Um seeing what they've seen on the college campuses and the streets and the rest of it. But the other part of it is, and it's happening simultaneously, is that um, so many of these attitudes that went from the fringe of the French and German intellectual salons in the mid-20th century to, like, the hipster New York University edgy faculty to then, like, pretty well-known and repeated in teachers' colleges and then at the fringes of the major universities. And now, like, all the kids get indoctrinated into it. Like, the California Community College system, for God's sake, makes teachers and professors sign a loyalty oath. And the loyalty is to critical theory, intersectionality, uh, diversity, equity, inclusion which is a specific political philosophy slash cult. So it's gone way mainstream on campus. And I think to the extent that people have been aware of it, they're like, wow, schools are getting weird. And that's that's too bad. Now it is because it's been infecting the college students for a certain amount of time. Now it's leaking its way into real life. And people are seeing it on the streets. They're seeing it in their schools. Their kids are coming home with these attitudes because it's gone from like one freak teacher to most of the teachers who are terrified not to go along. They're seeing it uh, in, in all sorts of places. I got a couple of examples. One is just annoying. One is amazing. But um, Eventbrite, the online event ticketing organization, just deplatformed, canceled, Riley Gaines um, events. She's promoting women's rights events throughout the country on Eventbrite. She received an email informing her that events had been removed. We have determined that your event is not permitted on the Eventbrite marketplace as it violates our community guidelines and terms of service because she is for the radical philosophy of only women should compete in women's sports and only women should be in women's locker rooms, which is... As, was it Bill Maher pointing out or, or uh, Ricky Gervais? Nobody has a 15-year-old tweet saying only women should compete in women's sports because nobody had to say it. Right. But now if you dare advocate that which everybody thought and believed, and most people still do, vast majorities, Eventbrite will cancel you. 
And uh, Riley Gaines pointed out, I love all the people in my comments saying they've deleted their Eventbrite account. Give them the Bud Light treatment. Meanwhile, a pro-Hamas event got the green light on Eventbrite. Wow. Seen here, the event. Oh, the, uh, the email came with quite a shocker, given the groups Eventbrite does allow to use its, use its platform. Groups like the Lesbian, Gay, Bisexual, and Transgender Community Center in New York City, which has a November 1st event scheduled called Stop the Genocide, Free Palestine. But that's not the worst part. The event page contains an event description in which the Hamas terrorists who butchered 1,300-plus Israeli men, women, and children are referred to as Palestinian resistance fighters. And so Riley Gaines, no, Hamas, yes, on Eventbrite. And then this one, this is the wow. unbelievable how many, one. How many birthday parties have I RSVP'd to on Eventbrite? Yeah, no That's kidding. That's their attitude in the world? Fantastic. Right. So now it's leached all the way out to, to you know, organizations like that. Uh, so this is from the Wall Street Journal. I'm just going to read the beginning to you. A patient came to a clinic where I worked a few years ago. He was looking for help with depression, but also told his therapist that he was feeling frustrated after having lost out on a research fellowship. The patient, who was white, felt the reason was affirmative action. The therapist was Arab. A group of psychologists, psychiatrists, social workers, and psychologists discussed the case at a clinic-wide meeting and came to a consensus. Confront the patient and tell him that he didn't, if he didn't overcome his biases, he would be transferred elsewhere. They argued that it would be unfair for a clinician of color to have to provide therapy to a racist patient. Wow. And the attitudes are more common than one might imagine. The most recent APA psychoanalysis conference, which in the past focused on the practice of therapy, was absorbed by identity politics, such as the white supremacist within and psychic colonization, to quote two panel titles. So the American Psychological Association, which has for its whole history been like, Cognitive ther therapy techniques, what is working best in the field, and, you know, obvious uh, treating depression without drugs, that sort of thing. All of a sudden, it's the white supremacist within and psychic colonization. And this person who is a psychologist goes into detail about how nuts his profession has become and how you have to have the orthodox opinion the cult opinion or you will be hounded out i think this is my point ultimately more and more people are going to get punched in the face by this stuff and think okay this is not some weird abstract problem on college campuses people are now screwing with me sometimes at my most vulnerable moments and shoving this stuff in my face and i'm hoping that causes a change We've posted the video at our website, armstrongandgetty.com. You should check it out. I'm hoping this is on all your evening newscasts tonight. And this is like, um, you know, this is like a, a turning the fire hoses and dogs on civil rights marchers in the 50s sort of video that really gets people's attention. I'm afraid it's not going to be because it's happening so often so much. But the fact that, I mean, the idea of a group of people surrounding the the fact that this guy is small and slight makes it even worse but surrounding somebody and shoving them around like this over their religion or their race or their gender or anything like that i find horrifying if it were in a bad neighborhood it would be horrifying the fact that it's there on the campus of harvard and this is going on is absolutely amazing and they're screaming shame at him at the top of their lungs
um, on that theme. Will you play clip 81 for me, Michael? A suspect accused of being behind the threatening messages to Jewish students at Cornell University is in custody. The FBI investigating a potential hate crime after online posts call for the deaths of Jewish students. A lot of students don't feel safe on campus anymore. Authorities are calling this moment one of the more dangerous in recent memory. The Justice Department on high alert, warning anti-Semitism is reaching historic levels. In recent days, the FBI arresting suspects they feared would commit violence. And then this next clip, 82, Michael, this is a... So this is a guy who confronted people who were tearing down the posters of the abducted children. You know, that story that's happening all over the country. So a lot of places Mm -hmm. are putting up the hostages with the idea of, you know, where are they? Keep a lookout for them. Think about them. And remember them. Right. Yeah. Remember them. And then nut jobs. I don't know if they're anti-Semites or just uh, or or just pro Hamas or just intersectional crazies of all different brands, have been going around and tearing down these posters, and this guy confronted some of them. This is how the superstars. Well, go ahead, just take whatever you just told me. Oh. Uh, no, I'm not a superstar. I'm just a regular guy who didn't like what I saw, and it, it shouldn't be celebrated what I did. It, it should be normal. Everyone should react like that. that. This shouldn't be a news story because someone doesn't like posters of murdered children and kidnapped children being taken down this should be the norm not the exception what that guy was doing should be the exception anyway that, that's it <laughs> thank you listen let me shake your hands guys thank you thank you thank, thank you, you sir. 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 okay that's good out of the mouths of normal people oft times come gems that guy saying what is clearly true I sh- this shouldn't be a news story. I'm no superstar. I'm doing the normal thing. This is what all normal people should do. You shouldn't let people go around tearing down posters of abducted children because they're Jewish. That's crazy. Right. This shouldn't even be a news story. This a-hole, I've seen the video of him trying to tear down these posters, dressed up like a brave Hamas member, you know, and, and, and trying to tear down the posters with his I'm a... D- 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 gutsy revolutionary chic thing going and again the new york times going with the headline that has gotten some attention of uh posters ignite firestorm oh the post the posters are what caused this the sheets of paper put on the wall not freaking lunatics who are tearing these posters down and maybe we ought to take a look at that angle of it it's the posters and the putting up of the posters which ignited the firestorm Wow, even the woke New York Times freaks who are trying to preserve their narrative are running up against more and more people saying, wait a minute, the posters didn't promote to provoke anything. And uh, I know we're about out of time, and I, I don't think we're turning into Nazi Germany or anything like that. I'm not worried about that. But reading my history, when I'd hear things about Kristallnacht or the, 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 the night when everybody ran through the streets of Munich or Berlin or wherever it was, smashing the windows of Jewish stores and restaurants and attacking people and stuff like that, I always thought, man, that's so crazy. How, that, how could that happen? It could easily happen. It could happen tonight. I could so easily picture it. In Brooklyn or somewhere. Absolutely could happen tonight. Wow. Okay, we'll finish strong next. Armstrong and Getty. 
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Armstrong and Getty Show. 51% of people say Reese's peanut butter cups are the best Halloween candy. They actually released a lot of interesting uh, data about the holiday. Check this out. First up, when asked, what are your plans for trick-or-treating? 30% of people said getting dressed up. 20% said handing out candy. 50% said turning off all the lights in my house and watching an iPad under a thick blanket. Here's another one when asked, uh, what's a quote that strikes fear into your heart? 60% said, I see dead people. 30% said, whatever you do, don't fall asleep. 10% said, we have information about your car's extended warranty. I agree with the first part. I do think the Reese's peanut butter cup might be the best candy. That's a, that's a good piece of candy right there. Certainly in the top tier. There's no my doubt. Kids, my kids got lots of those. They did the tra- their favorite thing to do is uh, get back and then trade because they each have different things that they prefer. Uh, one kid really likes chocolate. The other one doesn't like chocolate that much. Why did I get so much chocolate? He said he wants to trade for like gummies and sweet tarts and stuff like that. And uh, their trading is uh, quite entertaining to watch. Well, you as the government in the household, having played no role in that trade, deserve part of it. <laughs> exactly. You deserve a cut. Yeah, well, I took my cut after they went to sleep. Yeah. You, you got to yeah. leave your candy out in the in the kitchen. I just I don't trust you with it in your rooms. That's why I want it out here after you go in your rooms and close the door. And then munch, 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 munch. Because <laughs> they both have now, so much candy, they won't miss it. Three of my kids out of three in recent conversations telling me about their diet and exercise plans and... You know how they're really trying to stay fit and, and lose those pounds they just gained, that sort of thing. Yeah, it changes quick. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Nancy Pelosi here, eating my nine rum-soaked raisins while I'm watching the neighbor kid clean the duke off my driveway. Now, final thoughts. Ew. <laughs> wow, the former Speaker of the House there. I don't know if I like the term duke on the show. <laughs> Here's your host for final thoughts, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up for the day, beginning with our technical director, Michelangelo. Michael? 
Well, the past, uh, I used to say to my wife, I know we don't get trick-or-treaters, but some kid might show up. We got to get candy, and we'd always have lots of candy left over, which I would eat. Last year, or this year, there was no candy whatsoever, and geez, it was sad. Yeah. Well, you're being healthy. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Katie Greener, esteemed newswoman, has a final thought. Katie? You know, we didn't get any trick-or-treaters at all last night, and we also have no candy in the house, and I'm also on a diet, so I was a real fun suck for Halloween this year. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I can relate. Jack, a final thought for us? We we went through all our candy, and then we had some trick-or-treaters late, like a couple of people coming at 9 o'clock, and I told my kids to go grab some of their candy. You got plenty, and man, they were horrified at the idea of having to give back any, even if they got more than they can eat in their lifetimes. You know, my final thought as I rub my chin is I was in the process of growing my winter beard. But my wife hit me with a, yeah, it makes you look older, a lot older. I mean, really a lot older. Uh, but that's fine. So now I'm feeling like I, I couldn't or I shouldn't or I won't. Hmm. So all along, has she kind of not been digging the uh, the facial hair and just... Well, I used to look like a lumberjack. Now I look like an old guy. The, the pepper has given way to the salt. There you go. That is a quick giveaway as to uh, being OLD. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. I'm going to diet Jack Black. There yep. you go. Decided. So many people to thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We have a lot of great clicks for you there under Hot Links. Pick up an A&G t-shirt or the sports bra endorsed by my daughter. Drop us a line. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com if there's something we ought to be talking about. These Harvard Harvard wackadoos assaulting this kid. I wanted to see this on the news tonight. We'll follow up on that tomorrow. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. And bright stars. Yeah! Talk Instagram and YouTube. But damn it. What a personal privilege. You shout the loudest. I'm going to cut it down about the blood for damn place. Well, what did the police say? It's true. Fair enough. I quit this bitch. I'm gonna call my lawyer. Gun. Okay. <laughs> that I know. Thank you all very much. Have a terrific day. Armstrong and Getty. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information you've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately well toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle we've got hybrids no plug needed but we also have plug-in hybrids if that's your thing (laughs) you can even go 100 electric in the toyota bz4x with so many options for reducing carbon emissions toyota is electrified diversified Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero.